0: Ladies and gentlemen here, I'm at the Wolves at Dan with Alden Bates who takes on Jono and March March 2nd at Melbourne Pavilion for the Hex Way title. Welcome mate. Thank you very much, mate. Thank you for having me. How are you, Mitch? Yeah, really, really good. Now, before uh, before we go into this Hex uh, title fight, you were scheduled to fight for the Eternal Welterweight uh, belt at Feb 10th uh, with Caleb Out, He got injured. Uh, talk us through the timeline of how that fight fell out and then you, we find ourselves fighting at Hex, which was announced essentially a few days later.
1: I don't think it was days. to be, Yeah, announced days officially, but the fight was made within hours. So I put... I, I got a bit of I got a bit of wind from the eternal guys, the top guys at Eternal, mentioning that um, he might be injured. We might have to look for a replacement. This was on a Friday, and then by the Monday, it was confirmed he's injured. We're looking for a replacement. So straight away, they asked me not to not to talk too much about it. But I thought I was I want to announce it now. So I put a Facebook post out saying, obviously my opponent got injured. I've been training for a long time. It's a shame, but obviously we're looking for a different opponent asking all the well-waves in the country to take the fight and and it's actually true story this is actually a pretty good story so i was at work i run my own electrical business i i, I deleted my instagram through the day just to hate looking through like too much shim whatever so i wrote that message and then deleted my instagram i had two phone calls at steve coach head coach obviously steve then one of my mates ringing me go like, panicking i'm not panicking but on the phone going what are you gonna what are you gonna say what are you gonna say back to this and I was like, what are you talking about? Like, fucking am at work? Like, what do, you, what do you want? Obviously, I've just been, before I has been pulled and pissed off, like, what do you want? They were like, oh, someone's called you out on Instagram? And I'm like, oh, fuck off, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with this, like this bullshit call-out to the young lads or whatever. And then I sort of quickly downloaded it and I sit here and I was literally, it was the, the Hex champion, Jono. If, I can't remember the word for word, but basically, if you want to go, let's go. And very respectfully said it, and I for fair play to the lad for, there's not many young, that many young lads. With that type of uh, etiquette and brains to go, that's a good fight. First of all, he was looking for a fight. I've just, I'm looking for a fight. We've asked everybody else, whether it was him or his management. But props to all them, whoever did it, and yourself, Mitch because you, I feel like you forced the hand a little bit on oh, the hex guys. I don't think they want the to. They don't want to lose the bow to. They don't want to lose another bow to the WA boys, which which is about to happen. But. Yeah, so so from Jono, he made that fight, whether it was him or his coach or his teammate, but their, their team, from that one message, I was a huge jump on it straight away. By the time I looked at my phone, I had no bullshit. 25 inbox messages, 100 notifications, all different people going, oh, the fight's on, the fight's on. I'm like, I don't even know what fight you're talking about. I didn't really know who he was. I said his, his last fight against Luciano. I literally got home, as was like, to check this out. Is he, is he legit? Is he, is he for real? What's going on? And then I seen him and I'm like, yeah, he's a champion. He's a legit, decent, fucking one of the best in the country. So I'm, yeah, fair play to him. I'm very happy with it. So you had no idea who he was before him? No, I would no idea. I had no idea of him before the Luciano got announced. Because obviously, I'll keep my eye on, on. There's a few guys I'll keep my eye on, whether it's Campbell, uh, Matt Vale, Luciano, uh, Rideout, obviously. We were supposed to fight him. We were supposed to fight Rideout a few times. There's a few, probably the, the, top, the top six, top A ranked guys I'm always keeping my eye on. But Jono, Jono not he wasn't even on the radar. And then, yeah, I've seen him, I've seen him, seen him fight um, Luciano. I've seen a couple of his previous fights, and I'm like, the, the kid's legit, man. He's fucking legit. He's. Uh, I've got, to, I've got to ask you this,
0: and I mean, you can no comment if you want. Did Eternal contact you and try and make that fight? Because I know that John
1: Mikalevi is locked into Hex. Oh, wow, no, no, not at all. They never mentioned it. I know, I've, fr- from, obviously I've done a lot of homework since the fight got announced, so I've been looking up on John O's gym, a few of the guys around that, and, he, and from the sounds of it, he's, you just said that, he's not locked into Hex, and he's open to fighting on Eternal, to the point where he's clever. I gotta give him props. The, the, the guy's clever. He just said that Luciano gave up the eternal bow to fight on hex, and Luciano beating. I think five rounds to none. You beat him for twenty minutes, convincingly beat him. So, so really, what does he need to fight? Like in his head, in his head, he's just took the eternal champion out, and now he's the hex champion. So it's kind of like. He's done two birds in one, saved a little bit, so it's good. It's a good chess move. And then, obviously, I was going to be the eternal champion. Ride Owl, don't doing me wrong? I hope that fight happens in the future. A good opponent, but I just don't think he would have been enough. I think I think I would have I would have got through Ryo pretty comfortably. No, I wouldn't say comfortably. Because that's arrogant as fuck. But I think I would have beaten him with. You, there's there's a, there's a game plan to beating him. There's a there's a what would you call it? There's a, there's a way to beat him, and and. My style is obviously, going there's no point in lying, and he's come forward and, and we fucking take people out, but so is his with the wildness of spinning, fucking everything. It's kind of like if you can be enough control with Ride Out, there's a way to do it anyway, there's a way to be him. And that's not to say he's, he's not high level because he's the highest level there is, but. I watched him fight, and I was thinking, um, what? like, well, you watch it, and he's the opposite. You want to teach people, you're looking and fight, and you go, he's doing everything wrong, but he's beating people and he's finishing people. So I'm like, it must be somewhere. So like, even our, obviously see the whole fight camp was built around right out, but it's like, it just must be when you're in there, it's different. You're getting caught when you're getting backhanded, but you're getting slapped on your leg. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm gonna slap your jaw. I'm gonna, I'm gonna break you. But when it backhands you, it must have said, yeah, I remember seeing uh Robbie Lawless saying that Nick Diaz back in the day, Nick Diaz slapped him and called him a bitch. And Robbie Lawler said, I could not imagine it. I couldn't I couldn't work out what was happening there and then he couldn't, his brain couldn't figure out. I was thinking he'd relate to that kind of thing where like you're you're coming with fucking venom, I am, and he slaps you and you're like, What are you doing? But then he's in any he feel, or whatever, he does what he does. But yeah, so um no, no, Eternal didn't, I didn't, go back to your question now on a bit, uh, Eternal didn't even mention any of the top names, they, they they, they went to me and they said they've asked everyone in the country, no one would take it, four weeks those, they were saying sure, sure, no, it's been four or five weeks those it was, so I'll never know, I'll never know who they contacted, who, who, how do you find out, I suppose, from knowing people from the gyms, so... I, don't know, I didn't even get a message from or anything to say what was the injury or how long is he out for? Is it a small injury? Is it a lot? Is, it, is he on the next card? It's quite like they left me flowing a little bit. Like, yeah, he's out. We're looking for a replacement. And I'm going, well, OK, who? And if that was the worst outcome, what's the next show? Which I know they had shows in Sydney or over east. No mention of flying me anywhere. It was just kind of, yeah, the next show in Perth will be this. And I was months away. And it was June, June, yeah. So I'm like, I'm ready to. I was ready to go February. I've been ready to go since October, fucking last year. So wait till June. That's like a. That's like a. It's ridiculous. So, are you like you and Eternal still good? Can we see you maybe June and Eternal? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. good with whoever. Like, where I am at now, Mitch. Obviously, we spoke about this. You know me for years. Where I'm at, I haven't got time to fight people that it's not worth fighting i understand the whole there's a whole game plan to it you don't want to fight people below you everyone wants to get ahead there's guys i've got ahead of me that i really want to fight and i will be and i know I will and they know it as well but it's hard when the you've got to break the ice you basically got to put your put your time in before you can fight with the big name guys so it's like if, if a up come to me with a big name guy one of the bigger guys in the country then 100 percent yeah of course and Hex, I've fought on Hex before. I've always kept a good relationship with the Hex guys. Um, yeah, I remember Trent back in the day. The guys now, like, it's business at the end of the day. We're fighting. We all want to get to the top. We want to get to the big show. We all want to be paid. You want to, you want to earn enough money so you can fight full time. That's that's the end goal. So, like, if Eternal is the route, then Eternal is the route. If Hex is the route, Hex is the route. Personally, as it stands looking at all the Hex champions, especially well champions are in the UFC. Yeah, I think, I think that could be their way to go. It, it does also feel like
0: promotions are almost owning certain, like, uh, weight divisions. Like you said, Hex, they've got Matt Vale, Kit Campbell fighting on the card. More than likely, Joey Luciano, because I don't think he's going anywhere else. You and... <laughs> i have uh, it's what I think about fight back on SXF whatever XFZ but do you know what I mean like, so X is X is bowling with the welterweights in fact uh, some of those welterweights are on your card are you looking to
1: send a message I mean you've you've danced with one before yeah yeah of course of course so I've kept my eye on, on Kit for a fair few years and same as I same as out, same as all the guys respectful I've, I enjoy watching fights I, I watched this fight against uh, against Kevin Juat good fight really good fight but He's, like, he's beatable. I know he's beatable. And, and our fight in the past, there's no excuses. I don't want to re-allow excuses. But the truth of the matter is, I fought Nick Ward four weeks before that. And if anyone remembers that fight, go back and watch the fight. Nick Ward was the best in WA by far for years. I fought Nick Ward and then fought Kit four weeks later. Bad timing. Bad, like... Yeah, like I said, I hate making excuses, but...
0: No, it's not. I can, I can 100% validate that because I thought that was actually a, a bad decision at the time. You went in through an absolute war with Nick Wood. Your
1: chin wouldn't have been recovered. My whole body had a fractured hand, fractured shin. Like the, the doctor, obviously, we love the doctors over here, but he, he only he knows, as in medically-wise, you should, like, we did a medical-physical test. He just laughed and went, man, you can barely even train at all you should not be he put it down to you so you go in my head with any with anything business life you better be you win big so it in my head of the time before the fight was i knew about the fight it wasn't like a last minute fight we scheduled them two fights in with with a full fight cam for the both but not expecting to be such a brutal war with Nick, which is stupid, really, because Nick fucking batters everyone. He bad everyone at the time. I don't know what I was thinking. But anyway, yeah, I went into the fight real banged up. And, and that's not to say, Kit's a banger, Kit. I've seen Kit. Yeah, and especially then, he was the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 he just, he, he, he's a fight. He's a real guy. One of the real ones where fight anyone, anytime. People say that, but they won't prove it. I've always been like that. Fight anyone, anytime. So get, whether... If I'm honest, if I if I'm bringing up the young lads now, you gotta be a bit more strategic. Back in the day, you are like fly me to Melbourne. I'll bang the best in Melbourne. I'll take the best in Perth. But in my in my head was there was there was in my head was you'd be the best in WA. You'd be the best in Victoria. You'd be on the UFC within within months. It's a gamble. You lose, obviously you lose. But if you win, you're in the you're in the UFC. That was the the four process. Obviously you don't go in there and expect to be. Lying on your back looking up at the bloody lights in round one, but I think, I think that's a fight I've always wanted to get back. Always from when he fought on Hex in, in WA at Metros, I remember we came across each other there. No, no bad words, but but we, you could just tell it was a bit of a standoff. It was like a funny standoff in the hallway, and it was just like don't get me wrong, you had a fight, I had a fight that night, so there's, there's no animosity against these guys, but at the end of the day, you're on the hit list. If, if people are in front of you and they're, they're winning, they're on the
0: hit list. Well I feel like he would understand that because he's been chasing down Matt Vale for a rematch for six years. He finally yeah. gets it. Yeah, yeah. And so why wouldn't he want to eventually give you that opportunity? He's also very close with Jono Mikulev. And I'm not saying that he wouldn't, wanna, he wouldn't want Jono to win. But I'm just saying if Jono
1: doesn't, yeah. it's more benefit for him because he gets to fire you. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, if you want to look at the end day, fire in USC... PfL, Bellator, one championship, is you have to be selfish to get to these big leagues. You have to be. We've all got a team, I've got a brilliant team around me, I have had for years, but you have to be selfish to a degree to get there. So kids for some of the best in the country. If he wants to get there, you need to be selfish and get there. Like it's kinda like for for, for me to take Johnno out, obviously that's that's what we're we're looking into doing. Kit, Matt, right out, like you name them, whoever's there.
0: I wanted to ask you, Matt Vale has said for, for many years that
1: you know people are out there ducking him He can't find fights. Have you ever been offered Matt Vale? Never. I've never been offered him. I, I only know about Matt Vale through Instagram people who just, I don't know what it is. Uh, Like is. I've got some good mates New Zealand, I've got some Maldives, I've got, I've got a close relationship with New Zealand people, but oh. I don't know what the delusional <laughs> thought from that side is where I've been tagged in stuff where... I've been told I'm ducking him, Jono's been told he's ducking him, Luciano's ducking him. I can promise you, and I got into it, I fucking try not to, but I got into it with someone, I don't even know who he was, arguing back and forth on Instagram over, the lads are ducking people, and I'm like, I can promise you now there's none of these guys at this level are ducking anybody. Like I said a minute ago, if it makes sense, we'll fight, if, you're, if you've disappeared for two years, you come back on the scene, and all of a sudden you want to fight the number one and the number two, like, you got to get back in line and, and start fighting again. Like, you, what's the what's what's the gain from fighting that person? What's the gain from fighting him? There has to be something in it. But that's what I think I think my, me. I've took some last minute fights. I've took some four wing notice two fights in a month that you probably shouldn't have done it. I've seen kid take some fights. I don't think he should have done it. He's gone up away and waiting for some some murderous people and and I think he'd look at it and go he spun the dice and he didn't he didn't pay off but. I don't know that much about Matt Vale, to be quite honest. He's not ever been on my number one radar, but I've seen, I've seen a couple of fights of his, yeah, he looks good, but he doesn't look anything better than any of the guys I've just named. So, I don't know, what he must have a big following of just delusional, like, I don't know who, I don't know what it is, I don't know what it is, but uh, like, he could be a fucking brilliant guy, but when you've got people like arguing your, your corner, not making any sense, it makes you look stupid, telling people you're ducking, like, you, you sound me to my face I'm ducking somebody will fucking go out in the car park there's no one's ducking anybody there's no, there's no fear we're at really the age now we're really the experience where no one's scared to fight anybody I'm not going to fight someone that's, that's 2-0 that's, that's, that's brand new or whatever Or yes, it makes sense all, we've all got a goal we're, we're fighting I, I personally probably different for the other boys because of my age I'm a little bit older I fight because I really enjoy it I do enjoy it and, I'm, and I'll be lost without it but like I still want to get to the big shows. We have we have contacts with people, and we have some good conversations about you could win there with Hex Eternal. UFC here twice this year. So you don't know your name's in the mix. We take out Jono, your name's in the mix. I know for a
0: fact that the UFC is is watching Jono, and especially on this fight. So, I mean, it's a, it's a perfect um, opportunity to come out and, and, and take all that, that hype. Man, you've been 5-0 at one point. Like, yeah. this is going to be a weird question to ask you, but what advice would you give Jono, who is, is five and is 5-0? Let's pretend you're not fighting. Take yourself back to when you were
1: 5-0. and o. Very, very good question, because I, I was talking about this just the other day. So I remember, this, this is my advantage now, the, the, the experience. I've been fighting pro MMA for 12 years now. I remember being 6-0, and oh, staunching people as well, stopping them dead. At every time, I think the first four or five, you were a complete underdog, and you're just staunching people, and they're like, oh, shit, okay, we probably need to take a little bit of notice of him. So, but the, the, the difference is you need that loss. You need that humbling to make you realize, like like you feel invincible, you're young, you're knocking people out, you're five and out, you you're knocking people out, but there's 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 bigger, badder people around. There really is. There really is. Like my advice to him is, keep doing what he's doing. Like don't get me wrong. Like, I think I think the way he's going, he will get there eventually. I think he will get there. Like I think the Luciano fight shows how good he is. If I'm honest, I think Luciano maybe. Uh, didn't expect him to be as good as he was. I mean, just watching the fight, watched it a couple of times now, and I don't think he, he expected him to be as good as he, as he was. And, it's important. and same as me, I hold my hand up. I watched that fight, and I, I was saying to myself, he's getting fed, he's getting fed to Luciano in his first hex fight, and uh, I watched it, fucking four rounds, smoked him, smoked him. Didn't even he beat him convincingly every round, even to the point we look at his corner. Man, I remember, oh, like I said, I'll go into detail, I, I was... I listened to what his corner were saying, in Luciano's and, of is they delusional. He was saying, there was some of the stuff they were saying. And I was like, oh. I don't know. It's just, listen to me, listen to me. I think round two and three, his corner man had given him advice and all he's got is a straight left. And I was thinking, he's kicking you, he's taking you down. He's, he's got about, fucking, he's got an arsenal of weapons and your cornermen are telling you he's just got one hand. I'm like, they're delusional as well. I think you've all underestimated this. Whereas, lucky for us... We've got now the homework of, you see how good he is, he hadn't faced anyone that good up to then, but that's Luciano was supposedly the best in the country, four rounds to zero, makes you, it makes you think, I look at him and go, he's switched on, he's clever, he's not, he's not as dumb as he looks, that's, that's, that's the nice way of saying it. He, it, he looks like he'd be a young, dumb, 5.0, smoke people, but you hear him talk and you see him, hold himself and I'm like he, he's got I can see why the UFC are watching him and so I can see that. so that's a nice way of saying it without I don't like all this bullshit people doing too nice to each other so at the end of the day we're going to fight we're going to fight I'm going to try and punch holes in your face and then we can have beers afterwards but well, for now you're on my absolute hit list in the future you don't know what can happen
0: well speaking of that, how is this fight going to go I mean is it going to be the same
1: olden style we're going to come out and try and take his head off you can Basically, I'm going to punch him a couple of times, I'm going to kick him a couple of times and just see how it goes from there, really. No, 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 no. <laughs> he's got it, like... So, the different people, I don't know whether they... Different fighters, they focus on other people. I focus on what I'm good at and I just sharpen what I'm good at and, and, and obviously we'll change stuff with him. He will change himself from the Luciano. Like, he's a good. He's good all round, young and confident, but he's not good enough. Uh, I don't think he's better at anything than me, at all, at all. I think uh, I think he'll be tested early on, and I think you'll see the you'll see the difference of competition in, in the in the early rounds. Now, Nugget Wells away, you walk around. I
0: swear, at 160 kilos ripped out of stone, uh, you nearly die every single weight cut. <laughs> How are you going this one?
1: <laughs> nearly die. they my voice watching. I don't nearly die, it's actually very well controlled. No, no, no. I've had a few, I've had, my last one was uh, was uh, very bad, but I was sick just before the fight. I've, so I am one of the most stubborn people you'll meet. I've been I've been fighting well away, like I say, for 12 years. 12 years, my first pro fight was, was 77 kilos. I was 25 and now I'm, bloody, I'm a bit older, but so I can still make the weight comfortably. It just has to be a lot more strategic after well, there's lots more moving plates, where I've, I've obviously, I, for example, professional wise, I'm getting DEXA scans a couple of times a year. I get calipers, I get my body fat measured, muscle, body fat, visceral fat. I know everything on my body where it's operating. I get my liver tested all the time. I get my kidneys. Obviously, after that last week. cut, I had to do all kind of medical stuff, but the waist tracking really good, really good. It's better than it was last time. With, yeah, i say a week out, a few days out. But yeah, weight way, way for this fight isn't at all a problem or an issue. Now, you never ask a lady or a fighter their walk-around weight, but what is it? What do you think it is? A hundred and five. <laughs> <laughs> hundred and four, actually. No, no, no. Out of camp, out of camp, I'll be, I'll be here in the 90 mark. Depends on, depends on what I'm doing. So I've known about uh, the eternal title fight since October. So, we've been pulling it back since then. I've been on two holidays since then of Christmas, New Year's. I've had, I've had, John's going to find this out because I've had some restrictions over the last four months of no drinking, eating. Like, my diet has been so strict that that everyone hates me in my house. Like, I'm an arsehole to live with because of how strict this has to be so that last time can't happen again. So,. I've got all those really good people working with with uh, with Kelly and the Shredded team down in uh, Osborne Park. So, like I say, we we're measuring everything. It couldn't be any more scientific if we if tried. But walking around before this, probably before Christmas, late eighties, here 90, ninety before then, November, it is just slowly coming down, slowly coming down. I'll be on the night. I'll be I'll be over. Over 80, mid-80s. But, but, here's a good question. What about, what about Jono? Uh, what do you reckon Jono walks around at? Oof. I ninety two. 92. He really, yeah, he can. He's a big boy, man. He is, I know, I know. That's the key. I'm, I'm glad you said it because I get, I get pulled into the weight conversation all the time. It feels like, oh, you cutting so much weight, so much weight, but it's because the guys you're fighting are fucking big. you have to do it. Yeah, yeah, Jon, Jono's, what, 24, 25? I think he's gonna be pushing the mid-90s, early 90s, jacked, ripped. Like, what do you want me to do, walk kind of 77? Walk kind of a, and you get fucking mollywobbed, You get your ass kicked by by a 94, 92-year-old, 92-kilo, 25-year-old. You're And both of you two have, I reckon,
0: maybe 4% body fat between the both of yeah. you. You run, you operate at that level, but yeah, it's, it's incredible. Um, Mate, before I let you go, because I mean, thanks for taking our time. Great. But we'll probably chat again at the press conference. First of all, you look—you looking forward to the press conference? I
1: mean, I am. Yeah, the last time I was on a hex press conference, I was there. That was one of the fights where you're the complete um, under—you're the underdog, and you're just, I just got brought in. This was uh, when I trained to Strike MMA with Jono down in, in Rockingham. Um, I got brought in because that head guy was fighting. And I think they were like, have you got anyone else that can fight in your gym? And they were like, we've got some black backpacker, I think he can fight. And they were like, do you want to come to Melbourne? And I was like, a free trip to Melbourne, yeah, I'll go. Brown bow, Jiu-Jitsu, Matt McGuinness. He's gonna, he's been, I think his record was, oh, I can't remember exactly, maybe 4-0, 5-0. I'm like, 1-0. I'm like, I'll just come for the free flight and the, the experience. Ended up taking him out round two badly as well. He, he got hurt badly in that fight. But uh, the press conference last time, I just sat on the, the table. I don't think anyone even knew who I was. But I, I think there's, there's a lot of big names on that table. With Well, you say with the Matt Vales and the, and the Campbell, and there's a few WA boys that are making big moves. So, yeah, I look forward to it. I look forward to it. It's a funny one because it's training. You get to the big show. This is your biggest week of, of possibly income and, and money-making and chatting and talking. Well, you feel like shit that like you you water loading, you not eating. You got people like me asking you questions while my vowels right there. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. You, you, exactly, exactly. Mitch, yeah. we spoke off camera. That's why you're good at your job because you ask these, these hard questions that people want to hear. But fires are egotistical, and sometimes you don't want to hear it. And like the way I deal with stuff is aggression. So when you come at me and say something that I don't like, my instant reaction is aggression. So. Yeah, that's your job. My job is to not to be, is not to react. That's, that's, that's one of my biggest... Yeah, so it's just me. I'm just getting you ready. It's, not, I'm, it's fine, fine. I'm just getting you ready for the UFC. That's exactly right. He is. He's Ariel Mitch is the, he's the Australian Ariel Hawani. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that's
0: a compliment anymore. I'm not going <laughs> to Probably not. If the USD here, Dave Dana is his uh, he's like, get it, get rid of it. Well, I mean, look, if you know anything about Australian MMA and my relationship with some promotions, I
1: guess I am Ariel Hawaiian. Uh, I think that is the go. Yeah, if, you, if you're bald and you try and be six foot nothing, I think, yeah, you probably are the Ariel wanting to any bald.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, all right, before I let you go, uh, just what can everyone expect March
1: 2nd? So, uh, this bike game which i said so many times, it sounds a little bit generic, but. Fitness is on point. Power, technique, everything. There's, there's no excuses from our side. I've, I've gone into fights injured before, badly. And one, I've gone into fights injured and lost. I am 100% firing on all cylinders. This is, this is massive for me. Probably more than anyone on that card, like I say, because people from the experience I have, this is a, this is a massive fight for me, so. It's a shame for Jono because he's in front of me and, he, and it's uh, and like like we said earlier, I don't mind the lad. He seems like a very like a decent lad, but he, he's I'm gonna come through f- some venom for him and, and I think he knows that as well. Everyone knows that, so it's hard for me to say some different. I'm gonna wrestle and do some jujitsu and I'm gonna I'm gonna punch your head off and and probably get dragged off here. That's what it's gonna look. But it, yeah, yeah, can go either way. Two big punches, two big strong boys. Confident, strong, fit, 25 minutes. I've not ever been that far. So we'll see, we'll see. And I, keep, and I keep hearing him talk about 20. I'm going to drag him into deep waters. Let's see if you get there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. I'm a pretty
0: good swimmer. Let's see. Let's see. All oh, made straight on. John, I think March
1: 2nd for the Hex or Away title. Mate, best of luck. It's good to see you back out there. Yeah, thank you very much, Mick. Thank you very much. Uh, Big shout out to the Wolf Den team, who's helped me for months now, Get ready for this, from, from the pull outs on a turn to, to Hex, putting this fight together. Easiest fight, I think, one of the biggest fights in the country that was put together so fast and so easily. So props to Hex, props to Jono, massive shout out to, to Kelly and all the shredding team that have done all the strength and conditioning over the last eight, nine months, and it's got me in the shape where I'm at with, with Steve and the, and the strength and conditioning team. We're ready. There's no stone unturned with this, so yeah, everything. everything, We're ready to go, family. Yeah, an example. Big thank you to all my family and all my friends. Uh, My wife hates me for months at a time because of all the shit I have to put her through. So this is for you guys. I owe I owe a lot to everyone that has backed me for years. So uh, you'll see, you'll see Saturday night. Come Saturday night, the second it's on. Melbourne Pavilion is on. Fire the night. Hundred percent. Also, how can you ban it? I've got I've got some people that wanna put some bets on. Do you know anything about that Mitch? I'm sorry. Yeah. Holding <laughs> <laughs> second round, knock out. <laughs> Thanks, brother. God bless that thing. <laughs>